0: Keith the Madman, coming straight to you, with movies, cigars, and a brew, discussing movies, while kicking back, whether they are good, or they're bad, with the hottest movies, and non-release, I am talking about details, and what I see, so tune into the podcast, while I vent, with reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah,
1: and now, Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. Welcome to Movie Cigars and a Brew. This is what I'd call a monumental night because this is the uh, first night in quite a while that I have a guest with me. And tonight I'm bringing none other than Mrs. Movie Cigars and a Brew, Jennifer, along for the ride. Say hi, Jennifer. Hi. So... This woman has had to put up with more movies and beer festivals and even the occasional um, stinky cigar um, than she probably ever dreamed of in her life. And she's actually been a pretty good sport through, um, I'd say, at least 75 to 80% of it. Um So, uh, no, so actually this week we, uh, sort of an uh, an oddity for us, Um, she actually was able to attend a a movie for one of the screenings in Philadelphia because we don't actually live that close to Philadelphia for, you know, right now. And um, so we got to go do like a a brewery and then went to go see a movie. And um, the movie we we went to see was um, Gifted which, um, for me, I would say has a, quite a bit of uh, mixed feelings for it. It's directed by uh, Mark Webb, and it stars uh, Chris uh, Evans, McKenna Grace, Lindsey Duncan, Jenny Slate, and Roberta Taylor. Um, Mark Webb, his last sort of big screen stuff was with Amazing Spider-Man, and um, I think I probably made you watch some of that. At some point because you've sort of in the past two years have had to uh, watch some some superhero things have you not just a few <laughs> so I, I'm not you know well and no and you can't say you've you've enjoyed most of the the Netflix Marvel stuff that we've done
0: that's correct
1: but um, I think we probably you know sadly would probably have given the most recent one a thumbs down I'm talking about Iron Fist.
0: Oh, yeah, it wasn't that great.
1: It was the most disappointing one. I, I And, and I, I wasn't, like, super enthused about Luke Cage either, but it kind of, you know, it, it was okay. I Because I, I, Luke Cage is really cool. I just didn't, didn't really care for the store as much. But, you know, Defenders is coming out, and I think there's already been a trailer out for that already. So, you know. But back on topic here with Gifted. <laughs> the reason why superheroes come up though is because chris evans is none other than captain america and a lot of times you know so you know when you play captain america i mean he i mean you know he's he's in the middle he's doing this gifted movie in the middle of a couple of different marvel things i mean he's he you know we've got he's still in training to be that guy you know maybe later in his career he won't be as you know in the in the mode of looking the way he does now from a physical standpoint because he has to train a lot um to me you know he kind of looks like oh look there's captain america trying to be a normal guy type of role i don't you you probably maybe you don't see him that way
0: he's very easy to look at
1: (laughs) i don't think that's where i was going but that's okay now (laughs) i mean one of the things is is is, 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 as you see this movie as it starts out he is wearing like a white shirt and to me, it's immediately like, all right, he's got smudges all over. They're trying to make him look like every man, like he's a grease monkey. He, 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 to be honest with you, it's tough to put him into that type of role he doesn't look like that. He looks like preppy guy. He looks like sports cars, and you know he doesn't look like, you know, um, you can't do that. You can't bang on the Sorry. table like that. That's 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 the first foul. I already warned you about the tic tacs. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be rattling that around either. Sorry, this is a work in progress. Trust me. Anyway, so. You know, I mean, so, you know, he's he's a really good looking guy. I get it. And he's trying to be, you know, that you can really see if they're framing him to be uh, a, a dude that, that's every man. He works on boats. He's got this precocious, uh, you know, niece. And as the movie opens, he's set to send her off to school, get her on the school bus. And, you know, she doesn't want to go. I thought it was a little weird on the first day of school he didn't take her into school. He goes. Nobody does that,
0: right? He just put her right on the bus. Yeah, it's like uh, she's never ridden a bus. Never before. ridden
1: a bus before. You know, we're gonna just stick her on the bus, and that, it doesn't seem like anybody would do that. But all right, we'll let that pass. As he's walking back to, you know, his 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 uh, his his little shack, I'd call it. it. Looked like almost tenement living where he was living, um, and the girl didn't even have her own bed in her own room. She was in a in, in like a common area. Um, Roberta uh, Taylor, uh, Roberta Taylor, who's played by Oct- Octavia Spencer, um, you know, is telling him, well, you shouldn't send this girl to school, you know, and she's, it's like she knows something about the girl and you, you kind of get this sort of thing under the, under the uh, behind the scenes that, oh, he's, you know, there's some secret. That he's, not, that, he's, that he's privy to, he's, that they're not telling you about. And when, and when the girl goes to school right away, she's in the class, and they're, and they're doing the thing. like One plus one is two. Two plus two is four. And she's, like, completely bored. And, she, you know, all of a sudden the teacher kind of calls her out, who's played by Jenny Slater. Um, and I think they did a good job with making her look like a school teacher. In I
0: this. think her name is Slate.
1: Is it Jenny Slate? You might be right. Oh, you read off of there it was Jenny Slate. <laughs> You're exactly right. I think when I think Jenny Slater, I I don't know where that that name comes back to me from some other movie. Um you know what I think I think it's uh um the one with Tom Hanks uh, where he's what is it? Forrest Gump. Jenny was in that movie. And I, I feel mm-hmm. like her name was, this, I feel like she had the same name. Jenny Slater, I think. But maybe I'm wrong. And that might be why I said that. Anyway, she she basically calls the girl out a little bit and, and gives her like some really difficult math problems to solve in her head. And she does, and so that just sets sets this story up where she starts to take an interest in the girl. Next thing you know, the girl's getting a um, scholarship, you know, offered to her to get all, you know, to get completely paid to go to a real exclusive type school, and basically, um, you know, um, Chris Evans' character uh, basically says, "No, I don't. I don't want to send her there." and um, the, the school kind of goes and does some research behind the scenes because he's the uncle and finds out that there's somebody else and they bring, you know, somebody else that they bring in into the scene is, um, his mother, um, Mary's, Mary's little, uh, Ma- little Mary's grandmother. And basically, you know, we, we kind of like the whole second act turns into this court procedural where they're fighting over the kid. Um, you know, I actually thought the movie was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I thought it was well acted. I don't have any I don't have any complaints with the way. And I kind of st- I wanted to see how it unfolded. And and there's twists and turns in it with the way it unfolds. Um, you know, my big problem with it in general is the fact that they frame it in such a way that um, it, it, you know they kind of want to make it seem like. Uh, you know it's it's a bad thing to go to a school that off, offers you challenges that's what that's what i take away from it because he's very against sending her to a school that is made to challenge her he wants her to be a normal kid
0: i don't think that's why he didn't want her to go
1: to that school well yeah and i don't want to give away that part of it <laughs> You know, okay. it has to do with the grandmother, right? right. Like I don't want, because I think that's kind of like a that's like a spoiler almost. If you, mm-hmm. he has a motivation for doing it, but here's the thing: the message of the story is he wants this little girl to be a normal girl, right? And he doesn't. He he thinks that he thinks that giving her, um, the privilege to going to the school that would challenge her would be bad for her, and all I can say is. I grew up in a lot of different places, and the opposite is exactly the reality. And also, my other problem with it is the little girl, and she's she was fantastic. This uh, this girl, McKenna Grace, I I think, you know, she seems extremely intelligent. She might not be a, a math wizard, but she seems to be very self aware and and have a great presence on screen. But. I think the, the thing is, is when she, if she went into school, she would actually find her in situa- herself in situations where she was getting picked on by kids. It's not cool to be the smart kid in school. I was that kid in school. Nobody was like, oh, great. I can't wait to have you as my friend. You know everything, <laughs> and you can tell me how I'm wrong all the time. And you still do that. I know. How many <laughs> friends do I have now? Just me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but that's the point. I mean, so, so, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's a little, you know, they, they made it a very one sided thing. A kid like that, I remember there was this kid when I went to, uh, when I went to, and, and, and a lot of people I went to high school with probably, what was his name? Uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. But all I can tell you is I remember the kid because he was an absolute math genius. He had to eat soft foods because he just wasn't capable of you know certain things he wasn't capable of doing but i remember seeing him he always used to wear this lakers jacket i don't know why his name is escaping me right now because he was like math legend he would he would come into the you know into the lunchroom sit all by himself and and but he could he could do multiplication that a calculator could do i mean like this kid was like genius level for math, but nobody talked to him. Nobody was around him. And would he have been better off in a school that catered to his, his, you know, bright points and where he was good in math. He wasn't, he wasn't a genius in in English. He wasn't a genius in all these, he struggled. He was in basic stuff and and some of the other stuff. And also at life skills, you know, and, and, you know, I'm, but at the end of the day, they didn't show any of that. You know, they made... You know, they, of course, they framed the entire movie to... I guess that's my point, is they framed this entire movie to get across this point of it's better to just be normal or better to be with normal people and learn normal things and not be exceptional. You know, it's I think that's what I take away from it. You know, and they kind of concoct... I, I, I do agree, obviously the grandmother comes in and her whole viewpoint without going too far into the weeds and about what's going on in the story her thing is is that she wants this girl to go uh, to this really preppy school and and you know she will she wants to make her excel and there's lots of reasons why which i think are spoilers for the story but she's also one of those single-minded parents that she feel like she's living vicariously through her kids you know there are people out there for anything that you do i mean but at some point, the most, the people that uh, succeed the most, you take a look at like Tiger Woods and people like that. Why did they succeed so much? Well, they succeeded because, well, you know, their dad made them from three years old hit a golf ball.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think that. Um,
1: You've talked too much. <laughs> Stop.
0: No, I think that, um, you know, in real life, they. They meaning Chris Evans and his mother, Evelyn. That it was name? Evelyn. Yeah. Evelyn's which, an old name. That's which he kind of, called her Evelyn, which yes. I thought was interesting. He didn't call her yes. mom. But anyway, I think in real life that the two of them could have easily worked out like a middle of the road plan for mm-hmm. this little girl. It's like he wanted, um, very far into the spectrum of not taking advantage of her, uh, her math abilities and the grandmother um wanted the complete opposite right. extreme of her just um, you know just concentrating on her exceptional abilities and not doing things that quote unquote normal kids do.
1: Yeah, and I think and, and and ultimately you'll if you look at the story, they probably almost get there to some extent. At the end of it. Although it's... Mm. Well, I don't want to say... I don't... I mean, in the end. I'm talking about way at the end, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's a lot of twists and turns in the story. Um... You know, and it's not very... I don't think it is particularly shows some people in a, in a very good light in the in the story in different ways. Even him, to some extent. You know, he was a guy that was going out drinking and got in a fight or something at one point in the movie, right? Like, there was a... Or he had... They insinuated that he'd gotten into a bar fight or something and part of it. They right. didn't... They made him to be a little grayish, too. Um, but there's a lot of things the way that they framed him. He is... He's another one, even though he's a little rough around the edges with that, and even in that, he said he was defending somebody or some something to that effect. You know, they make him out to be like this perfect guy. Here he is, this guy. You're gonna come to find out. I mean, he was he lived a privileged life himself, was a professor, and decided to go take care of this little girl. You know, when his when his when his uh, when his sister wasn't alive anymore, and. You know, he was a professor that decided to want to go work on boats because he'd completely given up chasing whatever that life was of, you know, uh, you know, uh, having money and, and and all the privileges. He rejected all of it. You know, that's why he's living in like a little shack in Florida. So obviously he was an extreme of that thought. But, you know, they kind of – it's just a problem for me because, you know – I think they're trying to play off that thing of being underprivileged or having a normal life. I, I, actually, they're not even talking about underprivileged. They're just talking about having a normal life versus a, a life of, uh, you know, when you're extremely smart in certain areas and what that means for that child. And I think that I think it's a much more dynamic discussion than the way they framed it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, they
1: focused it all about the mom, you know, and stuff. And usually it is the, a problem with the mom. I'll agree with that.
0: Um, what, sorry, I was thinking about what I was going to say. Oh, what were you
1: going to say then?
0: As not as a rebuttal, but, um, you keep saying normal life, but really the life that she had was so far off from normal. Like there was nothing normal about it. She lived with her uncle, um, who was a single individual, you know, there was no family. Yeah. Um. Who he homeschooled her.
1: Yes, true.
0: Um, which I realize that's more mainstream now than it than it used to be, but the the circumstances are odd. Her best friend is a 40 something year old um, black, black woman. Yeah,
1: Oct- Octavia Spencer. Right.
0: And um, yeah, so I, I just feel like her life was not normal at all. I mean, if you want if normal is supposed to be a mom and a dad, you know, in suburbia.
1: No, I, going I guess to school. That's like that's fair, but I think what what I meant was is he wanted her to go to a regular school. Mm-hmm. You know, even even the fact that he even he stops stops homeschooling her because he wants her to go get socialized. Right. You know he he protected her in the beginning and kept her at home, but he even he realized that I've got to send her, to, but I don't want her to go to you know um egghead university he you know he wanted her to go to a normal school so um i, I you know i i, I kind of get that but i and i guess i get where they're going in overall i just think that there's a lot more that they could have said or talked about that they mm-hmm. didn't and they framed it in a very specific way And you know it, it was only 101 minutes which is kind of nice because um you know Far too often, these movies go on for two and a half hours, and you're just like, "All right, you know, let's just get to some resolution here." Um, It wasn't an extremely long movie, um, but like uh, some
0: other movies we've seen.
1: Oh, that's true. Actually, the funny, yeah, we're we're talking about that. We were talking about this before. Um, You know, I've I've taken Jennifer to some to some uh, film festivals, and we're going to go to some in the future. Although, instead of going to Tribeca, which is coming up, which I've talked about. A couple times on these podcasts, she's going to go off to Cancun with her daughter instead. Um, and I think she's probably happier with that choice. <laughs> um, but and I think the one movie that I go back to and I think about what really might have really burnt her was I was trying to make decisions. when We went to when we went to Fantastic Fest last year and I thought that she would enjoy a German comedy over this other movie called Elle. Um, I thought she would want to see something funny because L is actually kind of a it's a woman story, but it's kind of a dark woman story, um, meaning there's it, it's about a woman who gets um, raped or something, and then she has she ha- she comes back. It's it's a foreign movie. It was actually nominated. It turns out they both were nominated. Tony Erdman and L were nominated, but um, it, she comes back to to. You know, deal with this dude to a certain extent, and it's and it's it's kind of a dark um dark movie a little bit. I didn't think she would want to see that. I thought she would like to see the German comedy. The problem with the German comedy to Tony Erdman was it was three hours long that that's right and and i I don't think we've I don't think we've got anything in our we don't do comedies like that. And this was an odd comedy. There was, there was moments where they were completely real and the woman in question was had somebody gone down on her at one point uh, in, in the movie uh, when she was with her boyfriend. And the, this was a very odd comedy in only, like, you know, juxtaposing different sides uh, of it. Here's one thing I will tell you, though. They're, they're talking about taking that movie and bringing it to the states, and uh, I think Jack Nicholas is talking about coming out of retirement to play the role of Tony Erdman. If you can Jack that, Jack Nicholas, yeah, the guy from um, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Okay. Not I'm, Nicholas, not the golf player. I, yeah. I was Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. You're
0: making a lot of mistakes. I know
1: I am. <laughs> I know. I I've got you here to point them out for me. <laughs> I think I think you're I think you're rubbing off on me because you're sitting near next to me.
0: I think that's uh, what it is. That's what it yeah.
1: is. Jack Nicholson is coming. Is going to play Tony Erdman. Yeah. Well, can it was
0: imagine? a horrible movie, and it was not funny. And I wanted to stab my eyes out with a pencil.
1: And that was on a day. where we saw like four movies and that
0: no or more no it was
1: only four we never did a day where we saw more than four like we didn't that's a lie
0: you drug me out of bed and we went barely coffee yeah oh i drug you out of bed
1: at almost noon with barely coffee because that's what it was it was vacation okay all right dear lord Well, I think that kind of probably wraps up this uh, inaugural uh, session of uh, us doing a podcast together. And and hopefully um, this wasn't too unpleasant for Jennifer and she'll come back and join us and uh, grace us with her. Um, She was talked to way too much during this, um, you know. (laughs) Um, But what I will say is this movie, I'm, you know, as always, I give it a rating. I'm rating this as a B. Now, I don't know if you want to give a rating or not, Jennifer. I agree with that. You like you agree mm-hmm. with that. I thought it was good. And I, even the things that I didn't like about it, it it, it was something that, that gave you thought. It, it made me stop and think. Um, you know, I think it, it's a little... One of the things I just said recently, I started recently watching a whole bunch of, um, like, older movies. Past couple of days, I've seen a couple of... You know, I saw uh, Casablanca. I'd never seen it before. You know, um, and I saw another movie called Sabrina, which uh, um, was not quite as good as Casablanca, obviously. But it's so much now. I feel like we spend time. Um, it looks like all these movies are like have major focus groups behind them. So many of them, they try to make them as bland as possible and to be as inclusive as possible. And you can, I mean, you know, obviously movies are a symbol of their times, but, you know, going back and seeing something different, they they wrote differently and they didn't write with those same types of things. And, you know, maybe, maybe is, you know, there's probably lots of problems. I mean, the way that they, you know, portrayed lots of people in some of these older movies was not great, Um, you know, but. To me, it's just different. I, feel, I, 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 I kind of feel myself going in looking, oh, they're trying to get that demographic with that. You know. And after you've seen so many movies in such a small period, you just start to see it. Um, when movies get Disney-fied to the extent that they're trying to offend no one and then have some sort of message, that's, that, it just all gets watered down. And this movie doesn't quite get there, but to me it's affected by a lot of that. Um, you know it's not a terrible movie well acted Chris Evans was great Grace uh, McKenna Grace I think stole the show For the she for, did mm-hmm. she was she was excellent and um, she's probably going to have a career that extends beyond this so um, I want to thank Jennifer for joining me tonight because um, I'm sure this might not have been her plan for the evening but she, she agreed to do this when we were going out to see the movie is, is the reason why she's sitting here tonight <laughs> And I didn't let her off the hook for it.
0: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> and um, so, anyway, uh, coming up after a couple of brief words will be the trailer for this movie. Um, be sure to go out to the various things and give a like. And um, I'll be talking to you again soon, maybe with my excellent co host. You have been listening to the Movies, Cigars, and a Brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at MoviesCigarsAndABrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. Please don't make
0: me go. You can keep homeschooling me.
1: Tell you everything I know. No more argument, okay? We've discussed this ad nauseum.
0: What's ad nauseum?
1: You don't know? Wow, looks like someone needs school. Good morning, Miss Stevenson. Who can tell me what three plus three is? Everyone knows it's six. Mary, can you stand up, please? Can you tell me what fifty-seven multiplied by one hundred and thirty-five is? Okay. Who okay. seven thousand six hundred
0: and ninety-five? The square root is 87.7, and change. Now what does ad nauseam mean?
1: I listen to the wind, to the wind of my soul.
0: I think your niece may be gifted. I am good friends with the headmaster of the Oaks Academy for Gifted Education.
1: No, I promised my sister I'd give Mary a normal life. I think she's gotta be here. I've sat upon the setting in sun. Who's that lady in front of our door? that would be your grandmother.
0: Holy
1: shit. It's a MacBook, darling. What are you doing? Here?
0: You are denying the girl her potential. How many seven-year-olds are doing advanced calculus? You forgot the negative sign on the exponent. Mary, why do not you say anything? Frank says I'm not supposed to correct older people. Nobody likes a smart ass. We petitioned the court to grant my client full custody of the child. No!
1: You're gonna take that girl. You're gonna loan her out to some think tank where she can talk non trivial zeros with a bunch of old Russian guys for the rest of her life. And you'd bury her under a rock. Evelyn, stop. I'm raising her how I believe Diane would have wanted. Do you
0: need a reason we should commit treason? If anybody takes that baby away, I'll smother you in your sleep.
1: Bring into this. My sister wanted Mary to be a kid. She wanted her to have friends and to be happy. Tell us, do you have health insurance? No. Did, Did you spend him? the night in jail? Objection! And leave the
0: What's your greatest fear?
1: That I'll ruin Mary's life. Mary! 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 Uh-uh!
0: She's bossy.
1: I've heard that. of
0: the young. He's a good person. You wanted me before I was smart.